This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. What's up, bees? Hello. Welcome to the Brit on Blast podcast, where we put everything and anything on blast. What's this week's roundup, Britain? I forgot. <laughs> I it's forgot okay. the it most happens. important thing. So this week we're talking about judgment, how to be less judgmental of others, and also how to be less fearful of being judged by others. Yeah. I loved this one. I just think it's like very relevant in almost everyone can relate in some way, shape or form. Yeah. It was a hard one to record just because obviously you have to check yourself. And we talk about that in this episode. Like we, every time we pick one of these topics, we really have to check ourselves because we do a lot of the things that we're trying to tell you not to do. So it is just such a learning. This has been, um, Christian always says that podcasting is just therapy in between this and the therapist I pay for. It's, uh, (laughs) quite my life's turning around I'll tell you that much (laughs) I mean but it it also takes work you know to yeah to continually become a better person and to be more self-aware and I think not only does it benefit you but it benefits the people around you and it also benefits the community which at the end of the day is our why so yep I also think it's really important to remember that knowledge is power and you're not always going to be perfect but the fact that you're knowledgeable of how to be better and that you can always be accountable and think about the things that you're doing wrong or that you would like to make adjustments on. Um, that's, that's what it takes to be a good person in my mind. Yeah. Self-awareness. Yeah. Should we do a podcast on that? Someday? Probably. Okay. Probably great. next one. Um, well, we also wanted to start providing you guys weekly with local announcements. Um, you know, obviously we are at a lot of events. Definitely BLFT is at a lot of events. Yeah. I mean, our businesses are kind of event-based. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we have multiple channels. Like yeah. we're not just have our, we don't just have our eggs in one basket. Look, listen, but, we're omni-channels. Yeah. So, <laughs> but events are a major part of both of our businesses. Yeah. So, and the community is a huge part. And the whole reason we started this podcast was to put local businesses on blast and like teach you guys about them and why not give you an opportunity to find them and do the fun things that they're doing. So this week, on the 17th, we have um, St. Patrick's Day, obviously, but Shanty Dolans, which is actually Britain's family members, just launched their new bar over off of Keystone. So you guys should go check that out. They're going to be, do you know the timing for that? Just I think it's pretty much all day. So it's an Irish pub and um, the Dolans are obviously an Irish family. Yep. And so I thought it was bold that they're going to do their grand opening on St. Patrick's Day, but it's going to be really awesome. It has a lot of history of the family and mm-hmm. just really cool old school photos. And it's such a good family atmosphere. Um, so we will be there. Yeah. Come see us. Yeah. Um, I'll probably be there around five-ish. Okay. I'll, I'll plan to be there around five-ish as well. Um, and then we also, our good friend Natalie Mills of Moonlight Lace is having a benefit for Ukraine from 4 to 6 p.m. at her shop in Midtown. She's doing a giveaway and Haven and Flex and BLFT are both gifting prizes. Mm-hmm. All the proceeds will be going to one of her most popular bridal designers, Elena Lena. 
mm-hmm. in her family. Um, I was at Moonlight Lace last week and I walked in and Natalie was in the most beautiful gown. I don't know if you saw I posted. I was like, oh my gosh, because she was taking content for it. Yeah. And I was like, do you just wear wedding dresses all day? Goals. I know. Like <laughs> I know. goals. I saw the photo that you posted of her. And honestly, like I, that is my, if I ever get married again, it'll be Alina Lena for me, like hands down. She's so gorgeous. All of her designs are so gorgeous and, um, so modern and beautiful. Um, so yeah. And I, that dress that she was wearing is one of my favorite styles. I also love that Nat does this kind of stuff. Like she looks for ways to give back and, you know, I feel like when you're giving back through your business, it has to be something that aligns with you. Not that Ukraine doesn't align, but Natalie definitely was moved by the Ukraine situation. Mm -hmm. And so I just love that she's doing something about it Yeah, and and that we can help through her. She called me right afterwards and we were talking because I was like, how do I support? Because I knew Alina Lena was um, Ukrainian. And and so I was like, just tell me like what you need us to do. Like, what do you need me to do to support? And Um, so she came up with this event and we talked about how important it is to make an impact for her. It directly aligns with this, this brand. So to your point, yeah. Um, so just to wrap that up. So we have, um, Shanty Dolan's on Thursday, St. Patrick's day. We will be there at around five o'clock. If you guys want to come say what's up, we would love that. And, um, we have the, uh, benefit for Ukraine on Friday from four to 6 PM. There will be a giveaway. And there are some juicy prizes in there. I would also like to add that BLFT is going to be back at Shanny's on Saturday. So I'm not going to have the truck on Thursday, but on Saturday, they're having like a little vendor deal in the parking lot. So we'll be there from 10 to I think three that day. So come see us on Saturday if you miss it on St. Patrick's Day. Awesome. And actually, I'm going to be at... um, Club Pilates, I think in Sparks. So nice. if anybody in Sparks is like, I'm not coming into Midtown, come see me in Sparks. And I think that's from 12 to two and it's 80 style and you know, nice. I'm going to dress up and then I'm going, yes. to, going to the fights after that up in South Lake. So oh, it's going to be a good time busy this weekend. Week. Yes, yeah. definitely. How was your week? Yeah. My week was the best week ever. I've be- gone back oh, into that's great. Yeah. I love to hear that. I know I've gone back into the work hard, play hard mentality. I was in this whole, like I need to rest and recover. And to be fair, I was going through quite a bit of grief. So yeah, that seems reasonable. Um, so I just gave myself some grace and decided I don't have to be so hard on myself and weighed down by all of the guilt of what I'm doing and what I'm not doing. So just started going with the flow. I ended up in the middle of the desert this weekend, just cruising around, having the time of my life with my best friend listening to if you guys are on Spotify neon cowgirl playlist is hands down the best playlist I've ever listened to you make it no it's not one of the ones that I made there's gonna be with the new launch there will be a lot of those songs kind of like playing into the new candles but I will tell you that neon cowgirl is the most fun playlist like we're talking ladies in the 90s we're talking independence day we're talking I love it. All of the old country songs. And then some like jumpin' jumpin' by Destiny's Child is in there. Oh. Yeah, just like threw some randoms in there. So I'm re- it was it was a blast. I had so much fun. Got like lost, but also a little bit found. We're not really sure what happened. Ended up in a I hot love watching your stories about it. It was the soundtrack was fire. Yeah, those were true. Like also we had a moment where we were on a paved road and the paved road turned into a dirt road. And as we're driving on to the dirt road, Independence Day start is playing mm-hmm. and we did not plan it. It just happened. And all of a sudden, as we hit the dirt road, Let Freedom Ring starts oh playing. Gosh, so cool. And 
it was Brie and I, we just started screaming the songs. The way. It was just like the most amazing time of our that. lives. That song is so powerful. Like every time you hear it, like you have to be in the right headspace to, to listen to that song appropriately. 100%. How was your weekend or your week? Week was good. I don't really have much to report. So I think that's good news. I mean, we have so many events coming up, which will be great. Um, but other than that, it was just one of those weeks that, you know, we just, just plugged through and yeah. Things feel like they're getting back to like a nice space. Do you, yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. So anyway, with that, here's some judgment y'all or lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the show. So Brit. Because this is in your wheelhouse, why the Automobile Museum? I mean, you know, for me, it's about the cars all day long. I love cars. I like old cars, new cars, all the things. For me, the fact that they have the DeLorean here and the Batmobile in the same room is like, it's, it's like, a, it's ha- it makes my heart happy. Um, so that's why for me, but I think for like someone like us, like doing things with all of our friends, like yeah, 160 of our close friends yes. could go to the theater. In any movie that you want, they have so many things to offer. The space camp for your kids, if you like need a little break or you want to look at the cars. Reno's just really lucky to have it. It's one of the biggest collections, I think, in the country, yeah. which is awesome. It's so cool. And the fact that it's here in the biggest little city is like the coolest thing ever. So yeah, grab a bottle of tequila yeah. and come on into the theater. Yes, back to the future. Get all your friends, 160 of them, so the whole town of Reno. So everyone you know. <laughs> and watch a movie. Yep. You can find tickets at the uh, automuseum.org. Yeah. And yeah, that's where, that's where you go get your tickets. Perfect. Fun day. All right. So you guys know that I live for Western wear, specifically my boots and my hat. So I want to talk a little bit about a brand new brand that is new to Reno, Nevada, and is from our beautiful babe over here. So Britton, tell us what Murdoch's is. Well, first of all, hats have been one of my truest loves since I was a kid. I swear I had a hat on in every single picture as a child. And then they quickly became a BLFT signature. We couldn't find the hat that was just perfect. And so we decided to design our own. Murdoch's is a family brand that started in the great state of Nevada in the 1950s. My great grandparents started Murdoch's Western wear. Fast forward 60 years, the Murdoch sisters recreate this homegrown brand by curating a hat line that embodies the spirit of Nevada. We were raised in this amazing state and we watched a Nevadan's ability to put in a hard day's work on the ranch followed by a hard night's play at the casinos. We pulled inspiration from the everyday beauty around us, the sunsets, Lake Tahoe, the mountains, and the forests. I'm not gonna lie, I have full body chills right now because you hit so many nails on the head just now. Like there's nothing that screams Reno, Nevada more than family and community and a little bit of Western. So the fact that you put all of our favorite things together and then you made it all about like bringing back the roots of your family brings me so much joy. Y'all need to check out Murdoch's Hats. Where do you find them? Murdoch'sHatsInApparel.com. We love it. Go shop y'all. So of course we start with the definition. It's just so that we're all on the same page, refresh our minds on what the topic actually means and to avoid misunderstanding. So today we're talking about judgment as we just told you. Mm -hmm. Um, And it has multiple definitions. Um, 
And we're just going to read the one that we're going to be focusing on today. So judgment, the ability to make considered decisions or to come to sensible conclusions, an opinion or or conclusion. So what we're really going to focus on is our ability to come to conclusions and create opinions. We're going to focus on our own judgments towards other people, as well as what we believe other people's judgments to be about us. Mm -hmm. So two kind of, we're going to break it down to like two separate pieces. Um, and hopefully it makes sense to you guys. Yeah. I think that like, before we even get into this fully, I just want to be clear that this is also a very touchy subject. And so in no way, shape or form, are we preaching to you or at you or telling you that we have this all figured out? This is something, and a lot of these things that we share with you guys are things that are works in progress for both of us or for one of us. Um, and they're things that we struggle with on a daily basis. So I just want to be really candid about that. Like anytime you guys listen to us talk about these things, like we work on these on a daily basis as well. So don't think that we're being preachy. And doing the podcast and researching for the podcast helps us so much. Like I feel like I've grown so much as a human just by, you know, talking these things into existence mm-hmm. and doing the research behind them. So you're 100% right. Yeah. I've caught myself and just with the judgment, um, I've caught myself many times getting frustrated um, I mean, it just happened to me recently at the grocery store. It's happened to me quite a few times at the grocery store. Actually, that's huge. I hate shopping. Fun fact about me. Yeah, I know. I hate grocery shopping. I always order online and I have them deliver it to my car. Um, I'm like, am I lazy or do I just have like, I hate shopping. I absolutely hate shopping. And I think it's because I worked so many years in retail that like when I go shopping for clothes, I can't help but like straighten the racks. Mm-hmm. And, um, when I go shopping for shoes, I can't help but like be really annoyed when they are not like timely or like if somebody comes out and because of sales. And I think that you get this too. Like if you go into the back and you tell me that you have no size 10 in a black boot and I ask for a black boot with a flat heel and there's four other black boots with a flat heel on the floor. Why have you not brought me one of the other two? options. Like right. why have you assumed that I don't want any black boots size 10? And right. yes, I have a big ass foot. So come for me <laughs> to keep this big but ass it makes body you up. Appreciate <laughs> the stores that do have customer service and it goes such a long way. It's but why when I shop you at BLFT. Here. Well, thank you. <laughs> yes. But, um, okay. So just going back to the judgment piece is like, I have caught myself many times getting frustrated with people and creating stories about them in my head. But the truth is that I have no idea what they're going through and I can't act based on judgment that I've created like an imaginary situation. I don't know what their mental health is. I don't know what they've experienced in the day. I don't know what they've experienced in their life to make them less efficient or whatever it is that I've, you know, projected onto them. Um, so I just, I don't know. I think like, and this is something that I have to tell myself on a daily is like, I hate to inform everyone that we as individuals are not the center of the universe. <laughs> um, my dad's always like, so you're not the whole world. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> Christian always says like, people think that they're the star of their own movie, yeah. but really like you only have main character energy to yourself. Right. Like otherwise you're a supporting character. No Fun one, fact. Right. It's not about you. So, and then I'm just going to say this. What I always say is that we are stronger together. We are a collective and the only way we can work together is through kindness and patience. So, um, you know, we're all just mirrors to each other. So maybe the things you love about yourself, I'm sorry, the things you love about others are the things you love about yourself and the things you hate about others are the things you cannot see in yourself, Ooh. but are there anyway. Ouch. Yeah. That hurt. When I read that, I was like, that's exposing. <laughs> Yeah. Brianna Weist. If anybody who's not read a Brianna Weist book, they need to, because I read those. That's me. And I then I check to. myself. I'm like, Oh, I'm wrong. Yeah. 
Well, that's, I mean, that's why you read them, right? That's why we do this podcast is because each True. week we pick a topic and then I'm like, oh, I'm wrong. Yeah. Right. And we grow. Yeah. And then uh, we put it on blast. And then we, exactly. That's why we're here. So our judgment of others, to be clear, it's impossible to meet someone and make zero internal judgments about them. Mm -hmm. Judgments are expectations based on pre-programmed mindsets. So of course, many judgments are benign, but others can be cancerous. Mm -hmm. Um, But like the pre-programmed mindset, like we make it, well, first of all, it's impossible to look at someone, meet someone and not make judgments about them. That you can't, you are you know, observing and coming to conclusions from your own pre-programmed mindset. Yep. So we can't just eliminate judgment and we're definitely not saying that, but I mean, it is impossible to not make the observations and then interpret them. Mm -hmm. However, it is possible to make the root of your judgments come from a place of positivity, positivity and not such a critical place. Yeah. So I found um, this blog. It's on zenhabits.com by author Lee Babuda. Interesting last name. And it just made sense to me. And I think uh, it could be a good tool to use. Um, She calls it the dual method. And that's an acronym for steps that I'm about to describe. Um, So, you know, when you are feel like you're being judgmental to someone, you can like kind of go through these steps and then it just, it's like, almost like, um, like a mirror, almost, it just helps you check yourself, you know? So do you want to start the first one? You want me to start with the first, okay. And it's dual, just to be clear, because when I read this, I was like, what is dual? Yeah. So it's D-U-A-L. So it's an actual acronym. So, so the first one is the D and it's don't pass judgment. So if you find yourself being judgmental, stop yourself. This takes a greater awareness than we usually have. So the first step, and I think the most important one is to observe your thoughts and identify that you're being judgmental in the first place. I mean, listen, the first step of anything is to like be accountable. Right. And self-aware and be self-aware. So like, hi, hello. And we just said this a second ago, like we have moments of being judgmental towards others and we recognize that. And now we want to be better. So this is what we're going to do. And we can acknowledge in moments like this is me being judgmental in this moment. How can I change? Right. I mean, and you're not going to always have this, but it's like just identifying and being self-aware when you feel like maybe you're going a little bit overboard on your judgments. Um, and so that's the D don't pass judgment. The U is understand instead of judging some, someone for what he or she has done or how they look, try to under like, instead understand the person, Mm -hmm. put yourself in their shoes, try to imagine their background. And if it's possible, talk to them, figure out their backstory I feel like that is such a huge piece. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel you're empathetic. I'm empathetic. So when I talk to someone, I truly try to be like, where do you come from? You know, why are you the way that you are? And that helps you just like understand them so much more. I think that like this goes back to a thing that we talk about all the time, which is walk a mile in their moccasins. My dad used to say that to me all the time. And I think that the biggest reason why my dad said that to me is because a lot of people couldn't understand why he was Uh, he's not anymore, but back in the day he was really angry. And when you learn about his history, you can understand why he was really angry. He had a really rough go and grew up in some really dangerous neighborhoods. And so being hard or being angry or being frustrated that like his experiences as a child were not, you know, what everybody else's were 
that's a fair, it explains why he acts the way that he does. And it makes you be a little bit more compassionate towards him. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's really important to do on a bigger scale for people. And then I hate to bring up human design, but I'm going to, because that's what I do. But our actual like design is to tell stories. And so we're like the one three is to be like, to listen, to hear stories and then share those stories with the world, which is why we have a podcast, probably why we interview people and learn about their stories, why that fascinates us so much. Right. Cause it, it truly does. And that makes so much sense. I mean, and you can interview, I mean, we just interviewed MD Welch and it's like, you could interview one photographer and their experience is completely different from the other. It doesn't make one more important or more valuable than the other. It just makes their experiences different. And it also makes their artwork and their results, um, different as well, which is what makes this world so beautiful. So the D don't pass judgment, the U understand, the A is accept. So once you begin to understand, or at least you think you kind of understand where this person is coming from, try to accept it, accept that person for who he or she is without trying to change them, Mm -hmm. accept that they will act the way they do, um, without wanting to change, you know, the world is what it is. And as much as we want to try to change every little piece of it to like fit what makes us comfortable, it will, it will, it's going to continue to be the way it is with or without us. So just accept that and just like, you know, let people be themselves. It's also not somebody else's job to make you feel comfortable. It's your own job to make you feel comfortable in the moment. And if you do not feel comfortable in the moment, then you either need to make a change and that's not by engaging in the other person. It's maybe leaving the situation. Right. So that's I think, such a good point. Yeah. It's not other people's job to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. Is that what you just said? Yeah. That's I, yeah. Cause like everybody should just be showing up as their true selves and like expressing themselves in their true form. And if that makes you uncomfortable, then maybe you're in the wrong spot. Well, or yeah, maybe you have some stuff you need to figure out. Let it go. Accept it. Yeah. Don't try to change them. And then the, so we have the D is, uh, don't pass judgment. The U is understand. The A is accept. And the L is love. So once you accept someone for who he or she is, try to love them. Even if you don't know them, even if you've hated him in the past, that's hard. I think that like, I'm going to bring this situation back up again for better or for worse. We talked about an experience that I had from somebody that I knew in high school Mm -hmm. and, uh, we got some hate for that. Like that, that came back and bit me in the ass a little bit, not in a way that was bad, woman in the arena, woman in the arena. And it was one of those moments where it was like, you know what? I tried to understand her experience and I tried to understand maybe how she was feeling in that moment. She probably felt attacked. She didn't have a platform to defend herself on. I have a platform and all I can do is wish the best for people. I don't have to validate what was happened in that situation wasn't right. And I'm going to stand by that. She feels that it's not right as well based off of her experiences in life. I don't know anything about those. What I can do is I can say, I'm not going to say love is a weird word for me, so I'm not going to say, but I, I can accept you and I can appreciate you. So maybe appreciate is a better word for me and I can appreciate your experiences. And I only want the best for that person still to this day. I only want the best for that person. And I think that when you look at that, I I struggle with the word love so much. So maybe I'm maybe not the person to talk about this actually. No, I understand what you're saying. Love is like Mm. a big step. And I think that maybe appreciate is the step prior to love. And sometimes it takes time. Yeah. So like, I don't hate you is like, maybe that's a better way to say is like, I don't hate you. 
I accept you. You can exist in your space. I'll exist in my space. And I can appreciate that. Like we don't have the same values and the same opinions about that experience. And that's okay. That's like the human experience. But I must say, after talking to you about that experience, I feel like you truly looked back on her and tried to understand Mm -hmm. like you did do the walk a mile in her moccasins. Like you were like, she is the way she is because of X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that was a good step. And yeah, I'm not saying you have to like love her. That is the ultimate goal. I think love is, you know, the greatest gift on earth. If Mm -hmm. we can love everyone, that's, I mean, we live in harmony, but that's just not how it is. Right. But it's something that we can strive for. Right. So now we know that we can't avoid judging people, but we can avoid judging people through a negative lens. Mm -hmm. I feel like being self-aware and truly putting yourself in other people's shoes is so key because in reality, judging someone else doesn't just affect the person that you are judging. It is also very harmful to you too. Mm -hmm. So when you judge something, it makes you a lot of things, but one of the things that it makes you is self-critical. So if you're judging someone else, you're going to judge yourself, which is a recipe for poor self-talk and negative emotions. Yep. And isn't that so true? Yeah. I mean, we'll get into this a little bit later, but I want to get through these steps and then we can kind of jump into these because I definitely have like a. Well, if you're judging someone else, you're being, you're going to be more self-critical of yourself, which I just said, like set you up for, it's just disastrous. So yeah, you're really only hurting yourself. And you know what? It's just. It's an energy game. So Britt, why intentional candles for mental health? Because building healthy habits around your intentions can have a positive impact on not only your mental health, but your overall productivity. I wanted to create a premium non-toxic candle that reminded my customers that life is complex and we can live in the and space. Talking about mental health and mental illness doesn't always have to be scary or depressing. Uh, Sometimes it can be fun and enlightening. We are wildly unique and expansive creatures as we've talked about on the podcast before. And we can be many things in a day. And sometimes we just need to light a candle to remind ourselves who the fuck we are and what we are capable of. I 100% agree with that. Plus your candles smell so good and they fill up my whole house. I hear you have something special for our listeners. I do. I have a little promo for our bees. Y'all can head to havenandflux.com and use code BOB20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. I hope y'all enjoy. It's an energy game. Like at the end of the day, what you put out and what you create in your mind comes to a manifestation in a way. Like if you're constantly anxious about a situation, then there's going to be like a, like a roadblock there. There's going to be stickiness. And we've talked about that in the past. And like, if you're creating an environment where you're thinking negative thoughts about somebody else in your head, that only sets you up for a negative environment. By the way, that person doesn't know what you're saying about them in your head. They're unaffected by your negative thoughts. They're literally living rent-free in your brain. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Judging other people makes you self-critical. We're already hard enough on ourselves, guys. Don't be hard on other people. It'll just, you know, make you harder on yourself. So another thing it does is when you judge other people, it makes people shy away from you. So it's very isolating. If you're a judgmental person, people don't want to be around you. Mm. 
Even if you aren't being actively judgmental towards the person you're with, if you're judging someone in the same environment, they know that you're going to do that to them, right? It's like the person who gossips. They might not be gossiping about you, but you know that if they're talking shit, they're going to sure as hell talk shit about you. Yeah. When you're not around. Yeah. I had a personal experience with this in my neighborhood actually, because in, within my neighborhood, I, we, I have incredible neighbors. They're honestly like amazing. But when I was going through really hard times, I was just like a negative person. Like I just was really, and they got to see when you're it. not living your human in your human design or like in alignment. I'm bitter, bitter. Me too. I was super bitter. And I was just angry at everybody. And I was like, honestly, just it, and other people were going through things and I handled something with another neighbor that I didn't really like the way that I handled it. If I'm being honest with myself, I was really negative and I backed out and I started saying things that were not okay to say about somebody. And they weren't, I, at the time, like I wasn't being intentionally trying to hurt them. I just was trying to save myself as what I was viewing it as. And, but it was still not okay. Like I wasn't saving myself. I was doing it at the expense of somebody else. And that's not fucking okay. I needed to own up to my own shit and like move forward. And I'm seeing that now, like I'm the one being isolated from the group. So all of them are now like tight knit friends. And like, I will say that some of the things that are happening, like I'm feeling a little uncomfortable with, there's some comments being made that I just like Mm. don't love, but, but I can understand that the comments being made are based off of things that I've done. So like there was a comment about like, dr- like drugs. Oh, like Brittany's always on drugs. I'm, I like to smoke weed. You guys, it's like not a big deal. It's legal. Okay. Yeah. And at the end of First a long of all, day, I don't drink a shit ton of alcohol no. or I don't drink at all. I like get a little stoned. And so there was a comment about like, LOL, Brittany's always on drugs. And I'm like, okay, I'm not always on drugs. That's like kind of fucking rude, but yeah, but to be fair, there was a short period of time where I didn't like to be alone with my thoughts. So I was really, really, really stoned all of the time. So that is something I have to be accountable for. Yeah. But I think that you just like being aware of it and like making that shift in your mind and taking the accountability puts you that much further ahead. It's the people who can like double down who are so stubborn that become isolated because Mm. they are the ones that like aren't open to that self-reflection, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're already way ahead of everyone. And yeah. Well, cares? I'm just like wildly self-aware. So sometimes it's also to my own detriment. Right. I agree. I agree with that. I'm the same way. So another thing it does is it stunts personal development. You can't truly grow if you're stuck in one place worrying about everyone else, judging everyone else. Like take a step back, stop worrying about everyone else and judging them and focus on yourself. Um, This is like a full circle moment. Christian, how many episodes are we in? How many have we had? 15. Okay. Do you remember our very first, first podcast? And you were like, I can't, it was about alignment. And you were like, I can't be worried about anybody who starts like, like we were talking about like not being about people, like focusing on staying forward distractors. and like dis- distractors. And like, you can't, you were like, I don't give a fuck about it. You didn't say it like that. That's my words. But you were like, I don't give a fuck about what anybody else is doing because that takes me away from my goals. And like my thing, that was the very first podcast. And I didn't read this last night. And so now I'm like, you went for full circle on this. Well, I guess, you know, everything is interconnected, right? When we're talking about stuff like this, judgment, alignment, authenticity, there's so many things that overlap in every pod, but I mean, I love this. It makes sense. This makes me really happy. And I think it's so true. And this is something that I've definitely learned from Britain is like laser beam focused. Like your head is down. 
You keep your mouth shut. You work on your goals and you keep going. And the way that I've learned this through Britain is literally just watching her work. Like mm-hmm. she, you are, it is like astounding. The things yeah. that she has working in the background that nobody knows about that she's just going to pop up one day and be like, so X, Y, and Z just happened. And well, thank you. I appreciate And I'm hanging that. out with Garth Brooks. I think it's a, that's a goal. Okay. Wouldn't that be so cool? I will manifest that and we'll <laughs> set intentions and light your candles. You'll be there. You'll be there. Please. We'll be drinking whiskey with Garth, Garth. Brooks. Okay? Oh my God. Um, but I, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, I, it's definitely a work in progress and something that I work at every single day, but I've also seen you do this. So you like, what we're talking about is you can't grow if you're stuck worrying about everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I've seen you make active changes in your life to, and I don't want to say like cut people out of your life, yeah. but I think that you created those boundaries. Another podcast you should listen to. Yeah. You created those boundaries so that you can keep that laser focus. And I've watched you grow since you've done that. Mm-hmm. Like we called it unhitching the trailer. Yeah. You unhitched it and girl, you're going full speed. So like props to you. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when you're, in not in alignment and you're not living in your human design, you know, we're bitter. I don't know what your human design is yeah. as a listener, but, um, you know, personal development and worrying about others is not, it, it hinders your personal it, development. It does. I mean, and again, it goes back to the battery that we love to talk about. Like you yes. only have so much battery in a day, so don't waste it being judgmental or putting negative energy out there. Um, I want to jump into a little quote and this kind of goes back to that first um, point that Britain made, which is judgment makes you self-critical. Um, in her book, The Mountain Is You, Brianna Weist discusses how gossiping or judging other people's lives and choices is not a healthy or positive way to connect with other people. Because I think that like in this day and age of social media and everything, we have a tendency to connect on a really negative, like it's easier to make fun of people than it because is it to- makes you feel better. It's Well, it's supposed to make you feel better, but here's her point. She goes even further to say that it does far more damage than we realize as it sets up barriers to our own success. If we feel bad about not being as successful as another person, we might try to find some, we might try to find something negative about that person in order to make us feel better. Okay. So that's the judgment part. But if we do that, every time we come across a person who has more than us or is more than more successful than us, sorry we begin to associate that level of success with being disliked. Um, In turn, when it comes time for us to take our lives to the next level of success, we've now connected a negative attachment to a positive action. It'll create a resistance for us to proceed to the next level of success because now we associate negativity in the form of judgment to being successful. So your mind is like an incredibly powerful thing. And I think I've learned that in the last year. I think we, we all learn that as we go forward. It's important that whatever image, um, imaginary rule that we create in our heads for others, we have to be mindful that that is subconsciously now our rule for ourselves. So, you know, to your point, it not only hurts you judging people, it hurts yourself. I'm sorry. Did I say that backwards? I'm having a dyslexic moment right now. No, no, no. I... I love this. Um, I just want to highlight this one thing and just kind of reiterate it. So when we, you know, come across people who have more or Mm -hmm. who more success or are more successful than us, we begin to associate that level of success with being disliked because we dislike that person. Maybe it comes from a jealous standpoint or just being pure, you know, judgmental towards them. So in turn, like what you're saying is when it comes time for us to take that 
opportunity or make that next level of success, like that step, we're not going to do it because we associate that with being disliked. Just like you said, I'm just, yeah, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm sorry if I like am re saying this, but like, it's just, I'm digesting. Well, so when I'm like, that's so interesting. It hinders you. Right. So when I, I've done this, but I've also had it done to me. So I'm in this like, we, and we've talked about this, right? There's a thirst trap thing again. Okay. So I just, and I just want to bring this to fruition because like, or to like that when she, when I read this, this book is so good. You guys like, I need to read it. And it's so such an easy read, but, um, so I let's start off by saying nobody, I have been very active on my social media for years. Like Mm -hmm. I've always, when I was traveling on the road, I would literally just be like, I'm alone in this hotel room. It's super creepy. This is like a weird thing happening to me. It was not, no one said shit. Like no one commented on the way that I looked. Nobody commented on what I was doing about my career, about anything. In the last nine to 10 months, I've become single. I've become more successful and I've become thinner. Now people have a lot of shit to say. People want you to do well, but they never want you to do better than themselves. Exactly. So, and I'm not saying that I'm better than other people that, because to me, I'm out here, like they want to keep you at the same level as them. Right. And so I'm out here and I'm like, I'm really not doing that well. Like I'm a mess. I don't feel well. Like I'm struggling mentally. My mental, mental health isn't great. I'm really sad. Like I'm going through all these really hard things. How are people seeing me? How could I possibly be a thirst trap? I can barely get a date. Like what the fuck is going, you know, like you go through these thoughts in your mind of like, I don't understand what these people are seeing, but they're br- trying to bring me down to their level. not, and maybe not even their level, but like they want to knock me down a peg and it worked. It was working. If you remember, because we would get on here and I'd be really negative to myself. And you'd, and my mom was actually like, what I love about Britain is that she always tells you you're great. And she doesn't let you talk bad about yourself. That's my mom voice. She's cute. Aww. She's like a sweet baby angel, but okay. So then this brings us to our next point which is fear of others, people, other people's judgment, which is why I wanted to talk about this. Cause you said this on the last podcast right. or on the so comfort zones. Don't judge other people and don't let other people's judgment, you know, be a fear in your life. Do you want to get going on it? Yeah. So okay. basically what happened is that I realized as we were writing this, I was like, you know, I've actually done this where I've seen other people have success mm-hmm. and I've, and not all, this isn't all of them, but, and sometimes moments are cringy because it's just something I can't associate with. You know, that's a different sort of situation. But then because I so badly want people to like me, like I so, and this is where that anxious attachment that we've talked about. Um, my therapist made me realize that I actually do have an anxious attachment style because I'm such a people pleaser mm-hmm. and I want people to like me. I'm so afraid that they're not going to. And when I see other people doing something that's cringy, the thought that I could think that somebody is cringy makes me think that everybody thinks I'm cringy. Right. So it's actually been, um, you know, this has been a huge insecurity and it's been damaging to my business. An area where I used to be really confident because nobody would say anything and I just didn't give a fuck about anything. And I was, I was also very secure. I was married at one point, so I didn't have to worry about like what men thought of me. I just didn't give a fuck. And now I, I do care mm-hmm. um, for better or for worse. Um, so an area where I used to be really confident, I've now turned my own judgment of others into a brick wall for me because I'm afraid people will dislike me or think I'm cringy. So I don't know. I mean, this is so relatable. I do the exact same thing and I completely understand where you're coming from. 
spoiler alert, we're not the only ones that are doing this in a day and age where our number one priority is our outward appearance and how the world views us. We are worried about the wrong things. We Mm -hmm. are so worried about how others view us, yeah, how others are going to interpret us. And with our focus on that, we are slowly losing ourselves Mm -hmm. because with that fear built in, we don't stay true to our authentic self and like produce the content and put our real true selves out there on social media. So, and like, I always go back to this, but linking our self-worth and our happiness on the reactions of other people on social media versus staying true to ourselves and our true identity is like, I feel like one of the things that are everyone who lives in this world of social media can relate to. Written, tell us what BLFT is all about because you know it's my favorite place to shop. The Biggest Little Fashion Truck is a family-owned and operated boutique on wheels. We got started five years ago because I had this deep desire to make women feel more confident. And I found out that one of the many ways you can enhance your confidence was through clothing. Hence our why, confidence through clothing. We love some confidence in our lives. We pride ourselves in bringing back that old school expertise in customer service by providing an experience, whether it be at our pop-up events around town. We love the pop-up events. I'm at those with her all the time and they are fire. Or we have a storefront, the Babe Cave. We just want each and every babe to feel better and be ready to be seen after shopping with us. Shop us online at the Babe Cave or our pop-up events at local businesses around town. We can't wait to see you. And a little something special we have for you. Use promo code BOB20 for 20% off your purchase online. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be shopping today. also want to say that if you guys, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I just want to say that something that's really hot. If you're listening to this and you are a single woman and I'm sure that other people do this, but I've heard it a lot from podcasts, like other podcasts where it's single women and they're like, I can't stop looking to see who's looked at my stories. I'm doing that every day. Like I check religiously for like the one person I want to know if they're interested in me. I look to see if they've looked at my stories probably every hour. Wow. No, it's like, it's Damn. so talk. So I'm trying to break that habit right now because we've said it before and I'll say it again right now, even though I don't believe it in those moments, like social media means nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I've literally not ignored texts. It's just like, I'm not ready to mentally handle that text message, but I've looked at your stories. Like that means nothing. It doesn't mean I dislike you. It doesn't mean that I don't want to answer your text message. Like I will get to your text message. I'm busy. I'm tired. I'm on social media to just let my brain like be numb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think there's just so many layers to it because it is hard when your job is tied into social media Mm -hmm. and your success and your, you know, profits are tied into social media. So it's a hard, it's a fine line to walk. Um, I think that that's probably normal. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. I don't necessarily look for like the male attention on my story, but I definitely do go through the viewers and see who has seen it, whether it be like a competition or competitor or like, you know, I don't know. Oh, that's an a new enemy. Th- yeah. Right. So like, I know. have somebody right now that is creating, there's, this is again, keep them behind you, but like they're coming for you. Oh, they've named their brand the same name as my brand. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I think I'm going to have to like, actually, it's wow, like, get it's some like legal. one thing off. So I have to like get 
I'm going to have to get I it. mean, they say imitation is the biggest form of flattery, but I say fuck that. <laughs> you guys, MD is here today. We just interviewed him and he's shaking his head so hard right it's now. It's just, yeah, you know, be, so. be true to yourself. Also, but. if people want to do a candle line, like I'm all about it. It's, I don't own candles, but like name it something else, please. For the love right. Of God. I mean, I feel the same way. It's like, if you want to get a FedEx truck and remodel it and sew clothes out of it, like Godspeed. Right. Like you don't need to like make it pink, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so just going back to this, I think there's a lot of things that play into why we fear judgment from others. I think that we have attachment styles, like I just discussed that impact why we perceive people's opinions of us and how we handle those situations. So this goes, and I think we did this in an intro of another podcast. So I'll just, just jump into this really quick. I'm realizing I have a more anxious attachment style. Um, it's something that we develop from our childhood and our relationship with our parents. Mm-hmm. So you can have, I think a secure an avoidant or um, an anxious, but because I'm not secure in my relationships or like attachment style, I have a tendency to assume that any action I make will, um, will make someone not like me at all. And so then I try to do things. I get on this hamster wheel of trying to do things to get people to like me or to like, like stay within the, you know, little box of like, they'll like me if I don't like, be my true self. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like be too loud or like expressive or say what you truly like. Like if I show up as myself, there's a hundred percent chance that somebody would not want to be around me because why would they? Because if my own like experience as a child showed me that people could not be there for me, that were supposed to be there for me, then why would people who owe me nothing be there for me? Yeah. So, um, I mean, the reality is what I do or do not do. Like I, we joked earlier, I was like, the only thing I'm going to change for people now is the volume of my voice because I know that that can actually pierce their ears. Sometimes if I get too excited, I don't want you to change that. I think it makes you who you are. I know, but my poor dad, like it is actually, he's fine. He's never going to get rid of you. Like (laughs) you're fine. You're fine. Anyway. So what the point is here is that judgment of other people doesn't matter. You have to be okay with yourself. Like you have to be okay with you as a human being. Um, so my interpretation or of, of judgment of others is guiding me into this like weird space. Am I making any sense right now? Yeah, you're not, but it's tying back to something you said earlier. You're not here to make that person comfortable. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did say that. They can decipher whether they want you in their lives or not. And I would also like to be clear that like, as I have moments where I, and we're human beings, like I'm a human being, fun fact. Um, I wish that I was like a robot or like something way cooler than what I am, but I'm actually just a human on this planet having a human experience. And so I have moments where I slip up, but I think overall, like I do feel really comfortable with who I am. Um, like I said, the only thing I'm really willing to change these days is the volume of my voice. So, um, <laughs> but if what I'm realizing is you can't be anybody else except for the person that you are. And right. it's really hard. And again, going back to that battery, if you're going to try to be somebody else, like you're just going to exhaust yourself. Right. And I have dreams and hopes that like, I'm going to be something or I'm going to do something that's going to be impactful to this world. And the only way I'm going to do that is if I stop worrying about other people's judgment. Right. And I don't judge other people because that's going to waste my energy. Right. And I just keep my head down and keep moving. Right. So relating this to like what we want to achieve in life, Mm -hmm. how we want to spend our time, do something that's truly fulfilling what we're meant to do in this life. What's Mm -hmm. our purpose, right? What fills our cups, dreams, aspirations, all of that. Yep. How many listeners do we have out there that have a dream of what they want to be doing and who they want to be right now? Um, And then like, if you're listening to this, 
think about who you want to be. What do you, how do you want to spend your days? Like, what is your dream? Right? Like we did that before we, I I'm sure you did that before you started making candles. I, I mean, my dream changes daily and yeah. who I want to be changes daily, but truly think about what is preventing you from being that person or achieving that dream. And many people say it's because of the fear of other people's judgment. Yeah. So the judgment of others is stopping so many of us from becoming who we're meant to be and preventing us from being our authentic selves and showing up as us and living in our alignment, right? Fulfilling our purpose. And so I always say that judgment is where so many dreams go to die. Yeah. No, I love that. I actually just don't get off the ground. Yeah. I have a quick question for you. Um, cause you just said like all of my things that I've done, I, and I've started on accident. So like, I didn't have like a plan or a dream or anything like that. Like I knew that I wanted to make something. And so then I just started making it and it kind of morphed into what it is today. And then the same thing happened with our podcast and everything like that. that, I think that maybe I, I worded that wrong. Um, because my dream wasn't specific, you know, uh, my dream was to like help other people and yeah, I yeah, had okay, to like okay. look, so it can be a very broad thing. Yeah. And I had to look at like what my strengths are and how I could do that. And it just happened to come in the form of fashion and a clothing. Right. Truck. So, right. You know, if you, it, it doesn't have to be a super specific thing, mm-hmm. but, um, I'm just, I kind of think that the truck was along the same lines as what you're saying. Well, and I'm just realizing that like, if y'all are out there and you're wanting to maybe start a podcast or you're wanting to start a business or you're wanting to do some other thing that you're not doing right now. And you start to take the steps to do that. Even though I started my situation on accident, we've talked about, um, and I don't remember which podcast it is, but we can link to it, I guess. Um, if I can remember, um, we talk about being the man in the arena because I was never worried about the fear or judgment of others until I became the man in the arena. And then I was like, fuck this, get me out of here. And it was too late. Like there is no, like then it became our why is to help the community and to do good for the community. So then my why was like, you can't do this. Like Mm -hmm. you said that you were going to do this thing and your whole purpose on this planet is to like help other people. What the fuck? Like, yeah, I feel like, I, I mean, I, I hear you. Um, like sack up was kind of like my thought process in those moments. Well, and when we say the fear of others, I think that a lot of times we think of like random people, but I think that many people younger in our age fear the judgment of their parents Yeah, mm-hmm. and they want to, I mean, we just had an interview with MD Welch and he was saying his parents wanted him to be a doctor or a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And when he decided to be a photographer, like he never will forget the look on his parents' face. And that I think is one of the main things like, you know, we want to have this, you know, success and to live this like in society to be like praised, like a doctor yeah, or uh-huh, a lawyer. Uh-huh. And oftentimes our dreams don't meet those standards. Um, but I love this. I love this um, quote by Steve Jobs. It says, don't let the noise of other pe- others opinions drown out your inner voice. I love that. I mean, and again, like just focusing on yourself and what makes you happy. Other people, not even your parents know what you're, what you're capable of. Like only you can know what you're capable of and only you can do that through experiences. Do you, um, it's yeah. Want to get into practical application? Yeah. So it's not easy to block out the noise. We want to equip you with a few tips to help you do that. 
um, to stay true to yourself, trust yourself. And we're just going to like really, really cruise through these because I think that I we- think we're always on time and then we never are. Like I'm always like we have so much time. And then all of a sudden Christian is like, so we're in the fourth segment. So here are some tips and tricks to just, you know, deal with highly judgmental people. Yeah. The first one, don't take anything personally. Know that in most cases, their judgment of you is most likely a reflection of their own judgments and beliefs. It really has nothing to do with you at all. It's all a projection. The second one is compassion. be compassionate. So understand that everyone is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. Problems are relative and you don't get to be the judge or jury of what is big and small in somebody else's life. Look at it as a life lesson. Hold up the mirror. You always like to talk about the mirror. I love the mirror. How can you take this judgment you've created and turned it inwards? Um, is there something you can learn from what you may be projecting onto someone else? Mm-hmm. Number four is don't sink to their level. I think as a rule of thumb, never lower yourself or your standards. If someone wants to be cruel or mean, that isn't a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them going back to the mirror. Seriously. I accidentally did that, but that that is the truth. And I just think, don't ever lower yourself. You're only here to rise up. So just keep that in mind. It hurts you more than it hurts them. See them as if they were a child. So we're all going around with these things that like we never dealt with in childhood. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're actually putting in the work and uncovering these things. So Therapy. props to you. Therapy. Therapy's hard. <laughs> it's not easy, but you come out stronger. Yeah. Um, you always make me like think about what's actually happening in my, in my mind and my history, but Um, You may have no idea what is going through this person's head, similar to a child, but they've done something or said something hurtful to you. So instead of starting a fight like you would with a child, um, you'd probably just, just like laugh it off, you know, just look at them as like, I don't want to say like patronize them, but do it. No, don't patronize them. But also keep in mind, like you would not, if someone was like, oh, you have gray hair. First off, probably an adult would never say that to you, but think of it like on that level, right? Like if kids say the darndest things literally and like I've had kids say some pretty messed up things to my me. nephew told me he was like Aunt Britton you look like um so-and-so's grandma I was all and then I was but like you didn't yell at him no I laughed so hard and like how do you, I didn't take it personally no. I was like she must be a snack thank yeah. you thank you like <laughs> and you have no like you just so yeah that's kind of like see them as if they were a child right Um, and I think the biggest one is, and this is one that's really important to me. I am so big on my pack. Mm -hmm. Um, you have to trust them. You have to know that like through them, you will find your own bravery. And I think that overall, you know, I'm wildly grateful for them. So focus your attention on people who love and support you. Find your pack, love them big, focus on those people. What would they say to you to comfort you in those moments? Your pack knows the worst things about you and they still love you without judgment. Remember that and then trust your instincts and trust theirs. The opinion of anyone else is absolutely irrelevant. Yeah, I love that. I think that is a great anchor. So just to go over them again, don't take anything personally. Be compassionate. Look at it as a life lesson. Don't sink to their level. See them as if they were a child (laughs) and focus your attention on people who love you and support you. And to leave you guys with something juicy and delightful, we have actually like three notes here. So we'll see if we do all three of them. But the first one is when you are more compassionate about other people's lives, you become more compassionate about your own. Give everyone a little grace. This life isn't easy and we're all in it together. 
And don't let the noise of others' opinion drown out your inner voice. Steve. Steve. The world king. changer. Yep. All right, y'all. We are going to leave you with another extra long episode. So sorry, Christian. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for coming to listening. Thank you for listening to another episode of Brit on Blast. We love you guys so much. Follow along to Brit on Blast. Find us at BLFT Reno, Murdoch Hats and Apparels, and Haven and Flux. And if you liked this show, subscribe and review Brit on Blast on whatever platform you're listening to. We love you guys. Have a great day. Cheers, y'all. <laughs>